Good morning, Andy. What you got for us? Good morning, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. It's so weird to say good morning at, the, at this time. I still feel like it's night, but hey, that's me and my clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how you been? How's your weekend? Uh, my week's been uh, interesting, thank you. Challenging. Mm. Yeah. And yours? Already. It's mo- it's a Monday still. <laughs> well, we start the show on Sunday now. Oh, yes. So it's so, the second show of the week. Yeah. Okay. So Sunday's already sort of what's happening for the show. And mm. So I'm already well into my week. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, tonight, I think, uh, for our roundtable, I think it's something that I have dealt with every single day since I was maybe 10, you know, just something that we as women deal with. And it's kind of a very frustrating thing because as much as you may talk about it, there really is no resolve. Because if you go out into the real world, you, it's, a, it's a reality that you somewhat have to pretty much just shut your mouth and just live it, live through it because uh, it's it's a very sad thing. And, and I love that you actually brought this topic up to me uh, regarding, you know, the issue of catcalling, you know, mm-hmm. it, because it's a serious issue. And I think it, it, it's so it's so layered in, 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 in its in and of, of its Itself and mm. that uh, if, if we just take the time out just to somewhat delay and try to figure out why, what is the point of it, uh, and, and how traumatizing it is as a woman, you know, to mm. live your life in that way where you now need to teach your young girls that listen, this is what you need to do in a situation like this. Um, and as much as you may want to retaliate or have, mm. have certain statements you want to say, that for your safety, you need to keep quiet and move on. So um, it's it's something that for me that that really really upsets me, and I really hope that we can get at least a male perspective regarding this mm. as to what, what why do we get you know catcalled every single day? Why is this a reality? Why is this something that I have to deal with in 2017? For me, it's it's too much. Yeah. What was interesting was that this um, clip on social media mm. was about um, a van. And a woman um, on a bicycle. Yeah. And the van comes past and there's cat calling. Okay, we get that. You know, you go past. But then there was groping. And that's... You, you, that's then you think you're being abducted. Mm. And then comments like, oh, are you on your period? When you're not playing the oh, game. come on. It's the sense of if you don't want to um, respond uh, flirt in a flirtatious way, if there's such a word, mm. um, to my my chirps, then 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 you must be at that time of mm. the month. Mm. And so what she did in the video was to to pull the mirror off, sure, off the van, mm. which is a hectic retaliation. Mm. And the question really is, and and to, to listeners, yeah. Do you retaliate or do you do what women for centuries have done? Mm. Suck it up. Mm. And it's so problematic. It really is such a problematic issue because if you do retaliate, you now put your safety in harm's way. And if you don't retaliate, you now need to take in all of these insults. And you get to a point where you're just like, what, what, what is the objective? You know, this is what I always ask. What is the point? When you catcall somebody... What is your objective? What is the plan? You know what I mean? Do you want to get to know me? Because I could teach you some strategies if you want to get to know me, if you want to, if you see me on the street. I could, I could give you a five-point you know, PowerPoint presentation on how to get my attention other than catcalling. Because you know, for me, it really goes to show that you know, catcalling really isn't about picking up women. It's, it's basically to belittle you and to strip you of every bit of dignity as if you're not allowed you know, to, to, 
to have that, you know what I mean? And I've always had the sense that, you know, especially in, 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 in African culture, it seems like you your womanhood or your femininity is something that is that is is given to you and also can be taken away. And I think that's somewhat in itself, somewhat of a micro aggression of some sort where it's that 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 part of of your femininity being taken away and and uh, being played around with, you know, it's mm. it's not in your hands and you can't own it, um, which is really sad because you see it in taxi ranks where you have a girl wearing, a, you know, a mini skirt. Yes, she can wear a mini skirt because she wants to and she has the body. Even if she doesn't, she wants to wear it. So that in itself s- says that you know I have the choice to do so. My choice as to what I wear should have nothing to do with you. So then why then do you have the right or feel that you have the right to have a comment and, number one, say it as well and and also be very demeaning about it as well. So mm. it's, mm. it's very mm. problematic for me. I um, w- was interested in the idea that um, somebody commented on this clip, which I'm, I'm not sure if it's fake or not. We don't know that. But it's generated a lot of discussion. Mm. And uh, a, a lot of women say that um, I've been catcalled, I've been intimidated and grabbed by a man. Mm. And someone I don't even know, but I would sure. never dare to retaliate. I might scowl, but ultimately I'm so shocked and intimidated that I get out of the way as soon as I can. Sure. And then somebody else said, I hit a man who grabbed my breast in a nightclub. It was an instinctive reaction. Mm. But um, when she told her dad, um, the guy apparently was just stunned, couldn't believe it and walked away. Her father rebuked her and said, if the guy could have groped you like that, Mm. how do you know he wouldn't punch you in the face? Sure. Let's go to Wabisa from Stellenbosch. Hi. Um, Hello, people. How are you guys doing? Good in yourself. So what do you think on this whole issue of catcalling? What's your take on it? Oh, every time I think of that, it just makes me very angry because, you know, I've been kind of a victim also myself of being catcalled. And in all honesty, I feel as if that it's very... It's very disrespectful. It's yeah. very dehumanizing. Absolutely. I don't know. I could use a lot of words mm. that kind of can describe the experience of being catcalled. Yeah. And my thing is, even if sometimes you you know you call out these people and tell them, you listen, I don't like what you're doing. Mm. They they it's still a oh ha ha okay whatever. Then we walk away. It's mm. like it's not a thing. It's not a thing when it comes to them. Absolutely. And and, and and you know, as being that you are a woman and you have experiences, doesn't it feel like it's, a, it's an attack on you as a person and as a human? As if you're being stripped away of your, your very pride of being a woman? Definitely, definitely. I agree with that. Um, and what I see is that the way in which, you know, men have been raised in society mm. is like they've been given so much power. Yeah. Okay. Over um, women. Absolutely. And and we're trying to go through the process, you know, of kind of, you know, making them understand that, mm. hey, you know what, in society we are actually equal. Mm. But it's so difficult. Absolutely. So difficult because they feel as if they still own um, so much power and what they can say whatever and do whatever to mm. you. And we just have to smile, wave and pass. Absolutely. Can, can, I, can I actually run you through a scenario that I think maybe you've also got, gone through? Have you ever been in a okay. situation where, okay, you're walking down the road and then there is a truck with with uh you know uh blue collar workers um and all of them are catcalling right and then as soon as you get close to this truck silence 
But then as soon as a truck leaves, then all of a sudden, you know, things happen. Why do you think that is? Uh, for me, I feel like, you know, it, it's it's a very coward thing because it really goes to show as soon as I come close, nobody says anything, you know, because number one, now I can do things, you know. Now I can report you to your boss, which I don't know, you know, will do anything about it. But for me, I just find it so frustrating. I'm like, it's yo, it, it's, it's a problem. You know, honestly, I do agree with you that the whole thing of the the cowards, mm. you know, because once you are close, like you can actually call them out and yeah. say something or whatever. But for them to be, you know, in a moving car or be away from you, like mm. it just gives them that power of, oh, I can say whatever. It doesn't even matter mm. because, like, there's nothing she can do. I definitely mm. do agree with you. That. Mm. Uh, for me, it also raises the question as to what gives you the right to speak to me in that way? Because if I was your mother. Would you speak to me in that way? Because at the end of the day, I feel like for me, every man that comes into my life, I I treat them as I would treat my father, which is with the utmost Mm. respect, you know. And there's a certain Mm. way that in which I address you, you know, whether you are someone's father or not, you know, I still have that sense of, you know, you are a man, you deserve that respect. And also if I meet another woman as well, I'm like, wow, you could be my mother. So therefore then you deserve that Mm. respect. So why is it that, you know, we as women, we don't get that type of respect, you know, in every single encounter. I think it goes back to, again, the, how, you know, gender roles were back oh, yeah. in the day when people grew up in society, because that has carried on or um, rather, you know, trickled down from generation mm. to generation mm. that, you know, women should know their place. Yeah. Women are just kind of, you know, made for men or whatever. Actually, to, to give you to give you a, a bit of context, mm. the one time I was actually, you know, out with my friends mm. and this man approached me and was like to me, you have a very um, bright future behind you. Oh, and so, so, so literally I stopped and I look at him and I'm like, so, sorry, what exactly do you expect to say to him? Mm. So I, I to say thank you, whatever, you know? And, you know, like he laughed it off. And I, and I asked him, do you have a daughter? Do you have a sister? Do you have mm. a mother? Would you like any other man approaching them mm. and saying exactly what you just said mm. to me? Do you know what I mean? And then, and then, like, he was like, why am I making such a big deal of it? And I'm thinking mm. to myself, mm. no, where is the respect? Mm. You see, like it's 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 a very it's a very problematic societal issue. Absolutely, and then it also raises a question as to as we as women, what do we do with our anger? Because number one, it's granted, yet it will not be um, received. You know, in society, when you express this kind of anger, because it's just like, why are you angry? You know, they just said X Y Z. It's nothing to be mad about. You know. And and also they 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 like saying oh my goodness these feminists do you know what I mean should right. you voice out so should you voice out your anger about such mm. issues but also we do have a serious problem of other women you know conforming to society that they also kind of bring down other women should they voice out their opinions mm. about such issues mm. yeah. so we are faced with that problem also yeah. in society and it, it, it's a difficult thing you know to kind of give a remedy to like it's a very difficult thing yeah i mean also it's like you know who are we who who is anyone to police our anger you know it also feeds into that this whole notion of the angry black woman of course i'm angry i just walked an hour and every (laughs) single hour of it i have been belittled i've been demeaned and now i have to go to work and and, you know try and 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 get into a mode of uh, be confident about the work and and and, you know who i present myself to be in the world and just being broken down every single day day in 
in, day out. You know, it's 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 one of the most difficult things to to have to deal with, to have to to somewhat live through as well, and and try to actually bring children in and, and socialize them into not mm. being that or not having to experience that as well. Definitely, actually, what you just said is quite powerful. Sure. But I like the fact that you know we are having these conversations. Oh, absolutely. So already, so already, you can see a, a, a shift there. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. But because unfortunately, back in the day, it was like this. But I love the fact that at this moment, we can have spaces where we can actually speak about these things, you know, and actually say these things are actually wrong. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And my name is Andy Mabondwan, and I'm in with Lindsay Borhill. And right now we're doing a bit of a roundtable discussion regarding the issue of catcalling. Uh, for me, I want to call it ob- objectification of women, but, you know, call it catcalling just for the sake of, you know, this, this discussion right now. And, yes, we are calling on all males. Please be a part of this discussion because it's really one where we need your input onto this. Yes, you may not be somebody who catcalls, but give us an insight, you know, as to where it may come from because we want to get into this and somewhat find how to tackle it as well. Yeah. I uh, see, Nobi. So, are you still on the line? Yes, I am. Awesome, yes. man! Thank you so much for for holding the line. So, uh, what do you think for, for is the next step in trying to figure out um, how to attack it layer by layer? Because you know, I think anything at this point will help. You know. Mm-mm. No, definitely. I think the starting point is conversations like these, yeah. where we actually talk about um, such issues and let people know that it is wrong. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you do find that in some in some spaces, um, when you engage, you know, with with males or whoever does the cat calling, yeah. some of them actually genuinely just like you know didn't know that it was the wrong thing. Yeah. For example, I did I did have a friend of mine who was like, you know, she called out this other friend of his who was cat calling um, a girl, and you know, he genuinely like was shocked. But I thought women like this what you know what i mean i promise you but oh I, um, did they, he was like he, he thought the, the woman like liked the attention and whatever and the girl was like no bro you know so i think the conversation mm. that's where we start mm. Mm, absolutely yeah. it's also in how you know men are socialized into how they how to treat women because if you look at the instance of you know um going into uh the bush to actually you know initiation and and all of that you know we're most yeah. most boys uh, which i think is not actually of the practice in itself and and the values that should be taught most boys are taught that you know when you get out of of you know of 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 the bush and you you start this process you then need to sleep with somebody who's not who's other than your girlfriend you know as if you know being a man you need to prove it in some sort and and there's just such toxic ways that are somewhat brought through in in, i think in, in the older days i don't think it was like that i wasn't there i can't i can't verify it but i don't think this is the way in which you know men were socialized into being it now you know, in the, in the in this day and age, you know, being a woman, it, it's such a, a volatile thing as if your femininity can be taken away from you, you know, by a man. And uh, no. yeah, it's, it's, it's seriously problematic. Definitely. When, when we now tap into the, the, the issue of culture and how, you know, some practices actually promoted mm. such, um, you know, dehumanizing acts, mm. such as, as, as catcalling or not really valuing the body of a woman, yeah. then it becomes extremely difficult because now you're also dealing with an older generation. Mm. You know what I mean? And some, remember some of the people who are, you know, in your older generation, like, don't want, you know, to be influenced by these youngsters. As yeah, absolutely. Say. You know what I mean? So it becomes a very difficult thing because now you have to sit down with the older generation and kind of 
talk to them about it. Mm. And it's very hard to actually convince them or change their minds. Mm. But I think it's something that needs to be done at the end of the day. If Absolutely. we can change, um, if we as a generation can actually change our mindset, then like they, they, they'll see that times are changing and mm. therefore... You know, these are the serious issues that need to be dealt with at this yeah, moment. Yeah, absolutely. I actually remember a time where, oh my goodness, it actually brings tears to my eyes it's just because I was so upset. So I was in a taxi, right? And I mm. think I was pretty much the only female in the taxi, which is already quite alarming. So I'm sitting, yeah. I think, in, in the first seat behind the driver. And then next to me came in a guy who was semi-drunk. I'm not sure what, what kind of state he was in. And he sat right next to me. And for, I think the, the taxi driver was a good, it was from Strand to Stellenbosch. So it's like what, a good 45 or so minutes. And I'm in this taxi. And all this while, this man was saying all kinds of things to me, breathing on my neck, breaking all kinds of physical oh. barriers. Meanwhile, I'm in, a, I'm in a taxi full of men. These men are laughing, they're giggling. And literally for me, I was like, you know what? Keep quiet, look outside the window, make as if you know this, this man is not there. And only once, once we got into Stellenbosch, I'm like, okay, fine. Once we got into Stellenbosch, one man stood up and was like, you know, you need to cut it out, you need to stop. And I'm like, you could have said this 40 minutes into this taxi drive. Why is it that you had to see me being taunted and being uh, so, so demeaned? I was I was at a boiling point and I was like, I cannot react because number one, I will probably be the one who is uh, kicked out of this taxi, number one, because uh, I'm the one now who's at fault. Except for, you know, this person who's drunk, who should, first of all, should not be in a taxi if you really go to the rules of, of, of the road and also the taxi as well. So for me, I find it so problematic that, you know, men who know better, don't do the role that they should to actually uh, teach other men and, and reprimand other men in terms of how it is to, to, to treat women and, and that catcalling is wrong, you know? Mm-mm. I think when you speak of that, then sometimes what, what happens is that people, you know, who know that, okay, this is wrong, this is right, mm. don't want to be judged for making sense. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or are kind of afraid of voicing out their opinions because they know, but okay, no, it's not the the normal opinion, it's not mm, the norm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I'll just keep to myself because then it's just going to start drama. I think that's sometimes their mentality, mm. and then they end up actually not saying anything or mm. not saying or not saying it on time. If yeah. it's making sense. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think that that in itself is very problematic because you know if if mm. if you know something is wrong you need to stand up about it, you know, and, and, and at least be a part of the fight to really, uh, you know, to respect other women as well. You know, yes, you, yeah. you may not have that, that same view, but if you know for a fact you can see that, you know, this is wrong, then you should say something about it because, number one, you are the first line of defense because I can't defend myself because, number one, I'm in a situation where you have a man who's stronger than me who probably will have a group of guys also around them who will probably attack me if I start, you know, yeah. s- throwing insults myself. So I'm in a, I'm in a completely disadvantaged you know a place where i now need to think of my safety and the only way i can be safe is to take it which is just really really sad of course my concern is the retaliation oh yeah because if you retaliate what what happens often is catcalling is coming from a place of insecurity oh absolutely and when you retaliate you can emasculate oh yeah and 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 that of course, makes it worse. And yeah. then people become aggressive. Um, and, and so it goes round. It's almost as if we need to find a way to communicate that is um, accepting of the intention, mm. but is completely 
objecting to the objectification yeah. that you speak of. And I don't know how we do that in mm. a way. Because the minute, you know, you, you, you club someone, I mean, whilst we can really identify, you know, you're just upping the ante. Yeah. But then also brings back to my question, what is the intention? Do you want to get to know me or do you want to belittle me? Because well, I mean, I'm sure there's not there's not going to be a single guy who's going to come. Oh well, I do this because you know I really you know I really want to belittle you. I, I, you know, <laughs> of course, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and even and and I don't think people even think of it mm. uh, as belittling. Mm. I mean, the it's it's often oftentimes people do this when they don't have other ways of communicating. Mm. So it's like. Oh, so are you? Are you? Are you? Is, sorry, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not understanding. Are you wanting to talk to me, or are you wanting to have sex with me? Yeah. Can, yeah. Can, you know, because can, can I help you? you yeah. Know? I mean, obviously that's patronizing, but you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But the thing is, that's the well, thing. I mean, how do we find effective ways of communicating? How is it that you know, as 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 young men, you know, that they're not taught how to talk to a woman? You know, just the fundamentals in it. You know, I think if you were to practice the same way you talk to your mother, then yes, you'll be fine. And and it's meant as a compliment, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels belittling, and it feels. Uh, as if you've been objectified, mm. yeah. and so it's about teaching people to to make a compliment in a way. So there's a difference between saying you're looking good today, than looking good, baby. Mm. You know, the one is I'm wanting to jump you, and the other is I appreciate the effort that you've made mm. in terms of getting together, mm. like you have. Um, the one makes you feel good. Ah, oh, I'm looking good. Mm. The other is, oh, what a creep. Mm. But then also for me, I also find, have a bit of a problem with that because you don't have a right to speak to me and you need to earn your way into speaking to me. So even if you do want to compliment me, you're no, hard, but it's hey? true. No, but it's you're, true. You're, you're, you don't you're. just walk down the street and say, oh, wow, you look beautiful. No. But would you say that to another woman? If you walk past and she was looking good, I walk past people and say, nice Brooks. They don't think... The w- but then I don't say it and walk away. I stop you and be like, I'm so sorry for interrupting your day. I just wanted to tell you that you look absolutely gorgeous. And then move But how on. does she know that you're not hitting on her? Can you see what I mean? Because I walk it's away. Like- That's why. But the That's guys why. walk away. <laughs> but the thing you is- see how tricky this is? You see how tricky? No, but the thing is, at least you 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 do you you do somewhat of of of, of introducing yourself and say, listen, I, I apologize. I know this is out of the norm. I know I'm invading your privacy. But I need to say this and then leave. You know, you leave it at that. I think that's the point. You leave it at that, and you and you. I don't know. I don't I have all the answers. I second the whole stopping the person and telling them you look beautiful today or whatever. Not the whole, hey, honey, yo, sexy mama. No, mm, mm. like I, I definitely second the stopping because it's not about it's not about hitting on the person. It's just about complimenting them mm. because yes, in in their minds, cat calling you know you know they're busy complimenting you. Sometimes they don't even want to talk to you. Mm. Just want to you know, hey, sexy mama, but you don't have to do it in that that manner. Mm. You know, you can welcome any stranger's compliment and they walk away. And you're like, thank you, and then you carry on with the day. I don't think I've ever ex- experienced somebody compliment me, or a man actually com- compliment me, complimenting me from the street. I've never experienced that. All of my experiences have been very demeaning and catcalling, where the intention or how they say it is just very, very clear. Yeah, that it's not about conversation. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to start a conversation, as I said, I'm very open to giving lectures and and seminars and how to start a conversation. <laughs> wow. But. <laughs> But this is the way in which it's done. It's just not working at all, you know. So for me, I just find it very problematic. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I think. 
Now go ahead, Mops. <laughs> I think all, all, all that is left to do really is to really push these conversations, mm. you know, so we can educate one another mm. of what is is is, is um mis- what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Because mm. in the in, at the end of the day, if we just literally, you know, focus on human dignity, on yeah. practicing human dignity, absolutely. Then, all these issues really shouldn't be a problem. Mm. Okay. Now, I've got uh, something to throw into you guys, okay. into the mix. The lady in the yellow dress. Mm. You know the one I'm talking about? No, Beyonce. Uh, the, I'm thinking Beyonce in Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Which yellow dress? Wow. And it was at the MTN Awards. It's the lady. <gasps> oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Now, yes. Now, I'm very interested in how people are mocking her. Mm. Women. And men. Absolutely. Sure. I think it literally goes back to why can't she not have agency over her own body? That that really what is what it goes down to because, you know, why is it that she can't wear this dress however her body looks and, you know, feel like she feels good? And why isn't that enough for us? If she felt she wanted to flaunt her body and wear that dress, why is that not okay? You know, why aren't we celebrating the fact that she celebrates her body? Because for so long, you know, women were not allowed to celebrate their body. They were they were they had to be given certain permissions to have any sort of feeling over your body and how must you, you are. Be a model? In order to do that. Exactly. And she was the one who was doing it. Yeah. No one was, you get a sense that she was being more risque. Mm. Um, There was a subsequent clip which had her dancing. Yes. And it was, it was somebody who, who uses her body. Mm. Um, But for me, what was interesting is the way that different people posted that and mocked her. Absolutely. Men and women, because mm. I think if women mock women, mm. how can we expect men not to do it? Mm. But then yeah. that means it's an all-round project, you know, that we as women yeah, need but to. You can never school other people if you don't school yourself. Ooh. Ooh. That is so true. Ooh. As once again, I'm more than willing to give seminars. Oh two one four four six oh five six seven. Come and school us, people. <laughs> especially the males, please. We ask that you come into this conversation, especially because mm. we need your insight into this. I promise I won't attack you. I promise you. I just need to ask some <laughs> questions. That's it. Okay. Uh, and and. Uh, I think at the end of the day, I think it's just all about, you know, how is it that we, we move on from this and we find a way in which you can work together in, in finding proper solutions and also finding how, how finding, finding ways in which, you know, young men and women can be taught the ways in which you speak. And what I find very, very troubling as well is that, you know, young men, it, it actually has a very different, uh, the, the way in which men communicate is very different in certain, um, I'm trying to think, in certain economic there's a word, tears, if you will. Whereas you find that people from lower income areas, they're very crass and very rude towards women. Whereas you find then with people who are more affluent, you know, have already schooled and are much more polished in how to speak to women, which for me, I'm just like, okay, fine. What is clear is that education is clearly something that's necessary, right? Mm-hmm. But then how is it that, you know, general rules and, and things about, you know, how to treat women, which can be taught in the home, and education doesn't really need, you know, to to have an impact on that. How is it that this isn't something that tears down, you know, through whatever? Uh, I'm trying to find the word. It's funny Tear that is. you say that yeah. because, you know, men at the side of the word working, um, whistling, for me, I don't think you have to fear them. It might be irritating. It might be mm. demeaning. 
but you do not, I don't think, have to walk past in a bubble of fear. Whereas the so-called more educated guy, for me, that's the guy you worry about. Mm. The guy who shows up at a a fancy-pantsy dinner and Mm. thinks that he can force himself and the Mm. date rape guy. Absolutely. Or even your boss. Yeah. Who cat, well, cat calls yeah. you or, or speaks to you in a very uh, disrespectful manner. Um, Amy's checked in via WhatsApp, says, Hi, ladies. This afternoon I was walking down Long Street. A group of guys were standing on the corner. One of the guys cat called me. I stopped, looked him in the eye, and then down at his crotch, and then back in his eyes. <laughs> I then told him that he's forgiven because I understand he only did it to compensate for the fact that he had such a small penis. <laughs> Ooh, wow. I then told his friends Ooh. to have a look next time they're at the urinal. Oh, his friends laughed at him and I asked if he liked being demeaned mm. and walked away. That's wow. Amy's solution. Wow. Amy but is see, my hero. But she's demeaning him. And I wonder if the next time he's going to come out stronger because but he's then, been publicly demeaned. But then why is it that we need to be responsible for men's feelings? This is the thing. Why isn't he why isn't why isn't the responsibility on him? Why isn't that, you know, why isn't it that, you know, I should be the one who feels that okay, you know what? You have the responsibility here in this particular case. Why should I think of your feelings? Fragile feelings. I suppose it's about treating people the way we want to be treated. And that's how you started mm. saying about your father mm. and I think if we want if we don't want to be demeaned we've got to be careful if the only ammunition we've got is to Absolutely. mean other people it says more about us in 100%. our state I get I get what Amy's saying mm. and I and I most people would say yeah give it to him girl yeah but my concern is that we're operating at the very level which we're appalled at mm. and mm. it's the, and I think as women and even men because men mm. get catcalled too mm. Um, you know, it's it's. I, I like humor. Mm. I think that's smart. The yeah. problem with humor is inevitably people are laughing because you are you you you're putting yourself in a different position, mm. and so it's a put down. And unfortunately, if you are feeling vulnerable, mm. that's often why people lash out. Yeah. But what I love about what Amy did, I think what, what she did was put a mirror up in his face and say, "This is what you're doing." Mm. And I hope that um, that young man's um, ego didn't stand in the way of that important lesson as to this is what you're doing. You understand? Instead of his mm. ego being bruised and now he's like, oh, you know, uh, mm. I'm not a man anymore. Mm. It's not a thing. So. I think I think that is very important. I think what Amy <laughs> did there was... Look at that perfectly- laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes as well, yeah. Mavisa. <laughs> <laughs> because you must remember sometimes... Other people just learn through experience, okay? Yeah. So yeah. he himself got to experience it, and hopefully he will learn. Mm. Okay. I I do get the whole thing that treat people the way in which you want to be treated. Yeah. But sometimes, but sometimes I do believe in the whole thing of treat people the way they want to be treated. Mm. Okay. And what, so what does that, that mean? mean? Treat people the way they want to be treated. So um, if I'm a kid. Let me give an example. Mm. If I'm a, 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 a what a middle-aged, you know, working man, mm. okay, I want to be treated differently from a sixteen-year-old boy. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. treat me the way I want to be treated, and we as women want to be respected and whatever. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So sometimes, you know, getting that lesson across through what Amy did, oh, oh support me. 
Mm. Sure. This is a problem for me. This is a big problem because we get to a point where, you know, catcalling is, is now seen as acceptable because we are forced into silence. So mm. if we remain silent, mm. then they think then it is okay, you know, which is why I love Amy for actually reacting. You see, in a way, um, it's, it's, it's the demeaning part and the fact that that guy is ridiculed by his friends. Mm. Not only are you putting down, you're putting down his friends. Mm. I almost, you know, it's, it's, um, but it's, it's, it is insidious. I mean, I almost think that guys need to be catcalled and, and to say, oh, look at those knees or those toes or, mm. or look at that bulge. <laughs> the only problem is you don't know if that's going to turn them on. Absolutely. So, I mean, there goes my theory. Out the yeah. Window. I mean, I actually watched a video this past weekend. I was actually so happy. And, and for me, I was like, this, this is the change. You know, this is the tide. This is it. Where a man, uh, there was a, a man on, on the New York subway and he um, touched or groped a woman inappropriately and then came another man and he actually attacked the man and he made a whole video yes. about it and said listen yes. don't you dare touch a woman like this this is unacceptable then the police came and then they arrested both of them but then eventually of course he was released about it but I was like this this is beautiful that we see another man reprimanding a man and say listen you don't do this and and for me that for me I was like wow this could be the change this is it you know and I love that it went viral for me that's like even even better that you know messages like that are being sent out into the world that yo you need to stand up you know you can't sit in silence and watch things like this happen and then have an opinion about it you need to show what your opinion is and not also silence yourself yeah oh one four four six oh five six seven how would you retaliate sure it's a hard question. It's a very hard question because at this point, silence is the only you one. You see, because part of walking away, uh, we say you suck it up and walk away. Mm. Part of it is once you show a reaction, in a sense, you're playing the game. Yeah. If you if you blush, if you uh, go up to him and you look him in the eye, I quite like, I would have gone, looked him in the eye and said nothing and walked away. Mm. You know, you're stopping, you're clocking him, you're giving him the look, which can be emasculating mm. but it's not you've got a small penis mm. it's just the look mm. and then walk away yeah um hmm, i don't know but this is my problem again why is it that i need to have an appropriate response whereas you mm. are inappropriate you understand mm. why can't i give you the same as what you're giving me you, you understand what i'm saying well i get that but the, the only problem with that is that you up the ante and the violence the the inconsideration is up of course it's the whole idea of you've got a gun i've got a bigger gun mm. and if and and um you know when people smile at amy it's you're basically trumping people at their own game but mm. when does it stop because then mm. you have to become a better cruder man mm. in order to belittle the man to, so he gets let mm. but you're left with that sense of huh, i showed him and that's that's insidious, and that creeps into your fiber. But then, my my problem with this whole thing is that why is it that you are there now fighting with a woman about something you know was wrong in the first place? This is my problem. You know you are wrong, but you still want to persist on and fight and fight me about something you know you are wrong about in the first place. And what you're really angry about is that I actually had the nerve to call you out on what you were wrong about, you know. And that for me is very problematic is that you, cl you clearly think that I should not have a voice. And what you're doing then is to actually solidify your power over me. And when I, when I resist that sense yeah. of power, 
then you your ego is now bruised and, 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 and your sense of masculinity is now threatened. Once again, why is something outside of you determining your masculinity or your masculine identity? You see, I think it's about a dialogue and that's what we keep on coming mm. back to. I think, and you spoke about people going through an initiation process. Yeah, Men don't get any kind of input from women yeah. about what women are, are wanting from men. Mm. So the first thing we do is gun them for what they are just watching and that's the, how they think you interact. Yeah. And I've, in the same way as women want men to magically be able to provide an orgasm, but no one will school a man in how to do it. Mm. Um, it's, it's, the, it's quite a hard place to be in, the person who's supposed to do the initiation, mm. the person who's supposed to come up with the goods. No one teaches you how to do it. Mm. So it's almost as if a woman, by sucking it up, walking away, and just sulking, um, we, we're, we're actually pushing a lot of anger into ourselves. Mm. Instead of connecting with men and saying, I'd love to talk with you and find out about why would you think in a million years that I would respond to that? Mm. Because, mm. you know, I, I, I'm sure that you don't mean that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, about, it's about us finding a solution to this that is from the creative place of being a woman, not mm. trying to out-trump men mm. at being crass. Mm. I mean, I definitely, yes, please go ahead, Dobisa. Mm. I, I definitely want to say I, I 100% agree with that, even though like it, it, it is a very hard process that you as a victim has to kind of yes. you know, be the b- bigger person. You as a victim um, has to you know sit the person down and educate them when it actually just in itself, whatever you're doing is wrong. We shouldn't be doing it. But we unfortunately, if we don't do that, then we're not going to move past the point of, you know, uh, kind of insulting one another or dehumanize one another. Mm. So, yes. Yes, we don't want to be in that position of telling men, man, okay, listen, this is wrong and that because you are the one now who's being dehumanized. But we actually have to. Okay. Jay's uh, WhatsApp saying catcalls. The way you look triggers a base response in possibly sexually insecure, certainly socially insecure Mm. males. Not sure if it's about you as the woman. Uh-huh. I'm going to repeat okay. that. Mm. I'm not sure it's about you as the woman. So, same guy may envy my car, insult the fan of the opposing rugby team. It's about who they are, not you. Just thinking, says Jay. But then why don't they cat call themselves? <laughs> 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 if it's not about me, then don't bring me in. It. <laughs> this is my problem. I'm like, what does this have to do with me? If this is all about you then don't bring me in it why do i now need to be a part of you know you building yourself or trying to figure out who you are or you know trying to figure out what your masculine identity is that what why does it have to have to do what why am i the person who has to suffer in in your process of trying to figure yourself and also once again why am i the one who has to school you i have a big problem with this because I mean, I'm tired. I can't be schooling you. I mean, why is it that you can't have men from different generations coming to school? Why isn't this, you know, not something that's systematically put in there for for the young generations to be socialized into uh, appropriate ways of speaking to women in any context and in any um, economic tier? Uh, for me, that that for me is is a huge problem. Why do I, as a woman, now need to school you, a grown man, first of all, with every sense sense of capabilities? Why do I need to school you on the most simplest thing? In 
how you move your tongue when you see a woman. That's a problem for me. Well, I think the reality is we come from a very patriarchal society Absolutely. and it innocently uh, gets uh, passed down generation for generation. Uh, so in, in terms of yours, why do I have to do it? I hear the fatigue in yeah. your voice. And I hear your fatigue when you say it's 2017. Mm. Come on, people. Yeah. You know, have we have we got nowhere? Mm. The reality is it's an archetypal thing, being yeah. insecure. Mm. And at some point, we can't expect people to magically have tools that they've never been provided. Mm. Yeah. You can walk away and say, well, why must I have to always be the one? Yeah. Um, and it and sometimes, you know, it, you get hurtful mm. and you probably blow and, and respond. That was a very poor choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> and you respond inappropriately. <laughs> oh, very appropriate for this time of the morning. I love it. <laughs> but once again, you know, I think as much as, you know, I, I do have a problem with it, I think if it, if that's what will bring the right results, mm. I think I can definitely be the one to, once again, bring those seminars and, and, and lectures mm. about how to. But, but once again, I think uh, to a certain degree, I think 10 years from now, we shouldn't be having this conversation, mm. you know. Okay, yeah. let's, let's go to the Oscars, the movie Hidden Figures. Yes. Um, here we've got a mathematician who is... Um, mathematician who is winning all these awards and clearly a gifted woman mm. but she's still a woman at a party mm. being checked out by the guy yeah. who of course is played by the now Oscar winning uh, Marshall Ali, Ali. Mm. and she disses him and then he's got to come back and apologize mm. and she's got to she's got to kind of um, school him and of course that took place in that time, mm. um, the point is that he, that's all he knows yeah. is how to tune her in mm. that way, mm. and she's got to say no. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to engage with you on that level, even Absolutely. though there was clearly a spark. Yeah, she was, you know, needing just to feel it, mm. and at a time when women were being treated really badly. Mm. There, there they were, and she was having all this other barrage. She almost had to stand taller mm. and assert her right not to take this from a man she was interested in. Yeah, yeah. And he got it, and mm. he, he realized who she was, mm. and then he changed. But it w you're shaking your head. Talk to me. <sighs> For me, I'm just like, why is it that you need to be a certain woman? To get, to get certain treatment. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. need to qualify for respect. Same, woman, same treatment, finish in class. Exactly. You know, okay. if, you, if you're an affluent woman, okay. you need to be so respected. That's it. Here's the thing. All men are son of women. Yeah. They've all got mothers. Absolutely. So as women, are we not setting ourselves up when mothers have children who are male mm -hmm. and treat women like that? Or must we wait for the men to teach the men can you see what I'm saying? It's At what point do we let go and say it's not my problem? Yeah, I think it's definitely a collaborative uh, approach. But then also, if you look at, you know, just a family in itself, how is it structured? Who really is is the most influential part in terms of raising a man, yeah. and how? Yeah. What does culture? Um, um, uh, there's a word I'm looking for. What does culture uh, pr 
prescribe when it comes to how men are socialized and especially in African culture the man that your father is the biggest influencer and should be the biggest influencer in terms of how you're raised as a man and mm. somewhat the, the mother's role is somewhat seen as somewhat of, of frivolous if you will and not really necessary and and somewhat uh, dumbed down if you will in terms of the family structure which is also in itself problematic very yeah. problematic yeah. so that in itself is is, is where it starts and it's all know. playing out from there yeah absolutely just as you said absolutely so just as, i mean you must have as you were saying that realized that's your problem right yeah there. yeah um, but the thing because thing if is, you consider that in south africa mm. how many young men are brought up by single mothers yeah absolutely in absence of fathers mm. um i love that some people are coming and being surrogate fathers mm. to some lighties in schools mm. and teaching them about wearing ties and I I'm love hoping that. teaching them how to treat women yeah um and there are a lot of men who are doing that mm. and and because so many men are doing that we you're sitting there and saying well well isn't that the norm mm, why mm. why is that not the norm yeah. in 2017 and that's the frustration i hear in your voice mm. it's like come on people mm. you know the time is gone when yeah. you accepted this kind of behavior yeah. um now here's a single woman she's bringing up children on her own mm. she's coping with all the other things and yeah. on top of that she's got a she's got a now school her son to mm. treat women with respect yeah absolutely i mean in in those instances i think what i've i found experiences where where we have women i mean men rather who've been raised by single mothers very respectful as well and and for me that has been my experience i can't say it's for all men who've been raised by single mothers but because that's pretty much the only thing that they know as 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 a parent and because the mother has been such mm-hmm. an instrument has, has had such an instrumental role into into raising the child it really shows in how they respect women because they the first instance or the first think think their first thought rather of of seeing a woman is is they see the reflection of their mother and that is the framework that they use mm. in order to address um mm. um mm. um women going forward yeah what bisa have you got any uh, finishing comments i think I, i definitely agree with with what um andy just mentioned there um because you find that in 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 uh, in situations where both parents are uh, uh, kind of you know involved the 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 male kind of dominates and then the child kind of looks up to the way in which mm. you know that the father treats the mother and mm. if in that case then you know it's it's a situation of you know submissive woman yeah. i tell you what to do you can't then that's how uh, the, the the that's how the 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 son is going to now perceive how yeah. women are treated mm. you know what i mean but in most single um um parent home they have that respect because Absolutely. they just have that understand that value yeah. of that that the role that the woman had played in their life. Mm. Thank you. Wow. Uh, for me I think as a final thought I think yes you did say that there there are definitely men out there who are really championing the cause of of treating and also socializing men in the correct way and I think we should definitely multiply that and really amplify those efforts and just the power of social media that I've seen you know just of of that video that I was referring to it's it's so so important that we see that and we celebrate it and when once we see it we amplify it to the nth level so that in, in just in just just to bring it into the atmosphere that you know it, it actually is it it's it's possible number one and you alone can be can be a part of that difference as well so i yeah. love it thank you ladies much appreciated